Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Praise the Lord, everybody. Good evening. Welcome to Midweek Connect, Apostolic Lighthouse Church of Norwalk. We're, uh, we're so glad you joined us. Praise God. This is the third Thursday of November. And as you've noticed, if you've been looking at our Facebook and Instagram pages for the church, every day we've been posting a video clip that we're thankful about something. Amen. And they're just wonderful reminders of what we're thankful for. Praise God. But remember, as, as is the custom and tradition, the fourth Sunday of November is Thanksgiving, which is next Thursday. So next Thursday, we'll, there will be no Midweek Connect service. We're going to dismiss that so everybody can enjoy Thanksgiving with your families. That's very important. I think this year, more than any year, we need our families. We need each other to hold one another up. And um, and so we, we're just hoping that everybody has a, a wonderful Thanksgiving with their families this year uh, and next week. Amen. So um, my first two lessons uh, were on gratitude and my last one will be on gratitude as well. The first one was an attitude of gratitude. Last week was a sacrifice of thanksgiving. And this week I want to talk about gratitude brings happiness. Gratitude brings happiness. And I have an opening scripture that I'd like to read in the book of Psalms 144 verse 15. Psalms 144, verse 15. Happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now, you know, the very first Thanksgiving was started by the pilgrims as they gave thanks to God for all that he had done for them after their first harvest in the new world in the year 1621. And it was all about giving thanks to God, amen. And that's really what it was. That was the foundation of it. Though the holiday has evolved into a day uh, nowadays to spend time with the family, you know, take a day off of work, spend time with family and friends and eat a huge meal that we really have no business eating, but it's fun, isn't it? And we have leftovers. There's no, that's huge because we can eat all we want on that first meal. And then we got leftovers. Nobody has to cook for the next three days. That gives us the strength we need because in my house, that weekend is decorate the house for Christmas weekend, of course. So we got to get all the strength and calories we need to decorate the house. Amen. Now, you know, there, there's an article, an interesting article I found on Harvard Medical School's Harvard Health Publishing website, and it's entitled, Giving Thanks Can Make You Happier. That kind of perked my attention and my interest, my curiosity. And I want to bring out several interesting points from that article and observations that I'd like to share with you. First, it says that expressing gratitude actually lifts your spirits. I like this article. Amen. The word gratitude comes from the Latin word gratia, which means grace, graciousness, or gratefulness. 
Gratitude is the thankful appreciation for what an individual receives, whether tangible or intangible. And with gratitude, people acknowledge the goodness in their lives. That's the key. We're acknowledging the goodness in our lives, not what's not there, not what's going wrong, the goodness in our lives. And as a result, gratitude also helps people connect to something larger than themselves as individuals, whether to other people, uh, nature, or a higher power. And of course, we know what that higher power is. Amen. We, we're not, you know, I know all about Mother Nature, but I think Father God is much more powerful than Mother Nature. In fact, I think Father God kind of tells Mother Nature, amen, what to do. When Jesus said, peace be still, he told Mother Nature, calm down now. Amen. So we look to the higher power and we're grateful that higher power is, has a name and his name is Jesus. Now, uh, you know, in positive psychology research, gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. Gratitude helps people feel more positive emotions, cherish good experiences, improve their health, deal with adversity, and build strong relationships. They did some research studies that are noted in this uh, article on gratitude. And they did a 10-week study. They had a couple of groups of people. And uh, these groups of people, one group was supposed to uh, journal all the good things that happened to them and that they were grateful for in all those 10 weeks. The other group was to uh, focus on you know, what, um, what bothered them, what irritated them, and what displeased them. Amen. The group that focused on being grateful were more optimistic after the 10 weeks. They felt better about their lives. This group also took better care of themselves and had less visits to the doctors than the other group. So this is showing us, this is kind of a scientific thing. This is really not a God thing. This is just a medical research people looking into this and telling us about this. Amen. And other studies show that gratitude can improve relationships. When people took time to express their gratitude toward the other person in that relationship, they felt more positive to that person, about that person, and toward that person. And they even felt more comfortable when there was some problems to approach that person and to work it out through communication. You know, they found that managers that show gratitude toward those that report to them, those employees that report to them, will find that those employees will feel much more motivated to work harder for them. They did another study. There was a university uh, fundraiser where uh, once a year, they would have people get on the, you know, the phones and they would call up alumni of the, of the university to um, get donations. And every year they typically just got a bunch of volunteers and said, okay, go to it. There's your script. And that was about it. So they, they broke up. They decided to break up into two groups. The first group, they just said, all right, here's your, here's, here's your script. Go, go do it. You know, and that was it. The second group they, they did on another completely different day apart from this first group. And the, the director herself of this endeavor came and gave a pep talk to the second group and told her, told them how grateful she was for their volunteer work and how important this money was to the furtherance of the university. And did you know what? That second group made 50% more calls in the first group. What was the difference? Gratitude. 
It goes a long way of making people feel good and making you happy. So the bottom line is, as one person once said, it's not happiness that brings gratitude. It's gratitude that brings happiness. Amen. Now, since gratitude brings happiness, we should find ways to cultivate gratitude in our lives. More gratitude leads to more happiness. So, you know, there's an old saying, practice makes perfect. And it works great in sports. It works great in other skillful endeavors that you need to learn a skill, a hobby or whatever, learn a foreign language, learn an instrument, whatever. Practice makes perfect. Amen. And there's so much truth. But also when it comes to gratitude, practice your gratitude. Don't just be when you feel like it. You know, say thank you all the time. Amen. And let people know you appreciate them. Always let people know how thankful you are when you uh, they do something nice for you. Do it verbally or do it in writing by dropping them a note, sending them a thank you card. It goes a long way. Amen. And count your blessings. Don't count your troubles. Count your blessings. Troubles will always be there. And they're always going to try to butt in and take center stage and kick the blessings out of the way and say, da, 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 look at me, I'm a trouble, and I want, to, want you to focus on me. I'm the worst nightmare. No, you kick trouble out of the way and just focus on your blessings and be thankful for them. You know, uh, along those lines, keep a journal if you want to, kind of like they did in that 10-week study. Write down the things that happened to you that you're thankful for. It's something you can reference back when you're going through rough waters, troublesome times, and maybe you, you're having a hard time finding some thankful things during that, that stretch of your life. Get that journal out and say, look at all these things I was thankful for when I was journaling. And you forget about them. Amen. Because there is so many. Amen. Pray. Pray. Amen. Prayer brings gratitude. Prayer brings happiness. Praise God. I, I'm always more grateful after I pray. Prayer releases stress. Prayer lightens the load for we cast our cares upon and our concerns upon Jesus. Prayer builds our faith as we ask Jesus for what we need in his name. He said, hitherto you have not asked, ask in my name and it shall be done. Praise God. And prayer is one of the most positive things we can do. Praise God. So let me talk about happiness a little bit. I think most people desire to be happy unless you're Ebenezer Scrooge or, you know, some, uh, you know, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch kind of people. Most people like to be happy. Most people desire happiness. Most people want happiness in their lives. But sadly, too many people, they're just waiting for happiness to come their way. They're just kind of tapping their foot and looking at the watch. And I wonder when happiness is going to knock on my door. They're hoping for happiness just to show up out of nowhere. Amen. But we must all understand that happiness is more in our control than we realize. Amen. We have a lot to say. Now, we can't control things that come our way that make us sad or happy necessarily. But what I'm saying is our attitude in life, when we have an attitude of gratitude, then, then happiness is going to be more a part of our lives. Our heartfelt gratitude brings happiness to us. When we're thankful for what we do have, then happiness will be a natural byproduct of that. And if gratitude brings happiness, according to a study done by a secular medical school, how much more will our gratitude to God 
and the things of God bring greater and more lasting happiness to us. I think way more, praise God. Dennis Waitley said, happiness cannot be traveled to, owned, earned, worn, or consumed. Happiness is the spiritual experience of living every minute with love, grace, and gratitude. I like that, amen. So he talked about a spiritual experience. What is that spiritual experience? Well, it's found in our text that we read in the beginning. Happy are the people whose God is the Lord. I'm so thankful that the Lord is my God today. I'm so thankful that I'm not serving just any God today, but I'm serving the only true God and eternal life. I'm serving the King of all kings. I'm serving the Lord of all lords. I'm serving the first and the last, the beginning and the ending, the Alpha and the Omega, the blessed and only potentate, the Almighty. Amen. I'm grateful and I'm happy about it. This fact makes me very happy. Psalms 146.5, happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord, his God. I'm thankful that God is a very present help in trouble and that my complete hope is in him and that makes me happy. Proverbs 16.20, whoso trusteth in the Lord, happy is he. I'm thankful I can put my trust in him and that makes me happy. Proverbs 29.18, he that keepeth the law, happy is he. We talked about Sunday about keeping his commandments and that's how we know we love him and prove we love him. And I'm thankful for his law. I'm thankful for his commandments. And when I keep them, it makes me happy because I know I'm pleasing him. And when I please him, I'm, make, I'm making myself happy because I'm making him happy. You know, another word for happy in the Bible is blessed. They're interchangeable many times. Amen. So I'm not only grateful for the good things that happened to me, because remember last week we talked about the sacrifice of Thanksgiving. We talked about Job and Daniel. When the going got tough, they still were grateful. They still were thankful to God. I'm not only talking about being grateful for good things that happened, but also for the not so good things. Job 5.17 said, Behold, happy is a man whom God correcteth. Therefore despise not thou the chastening of the Almighty. Amen. What does that mean? What does chastening and correction means? That means God's our Father and He corrects us. He chastens us. That's discipline. Amen. He, he spanks us, in other words, sometimes when we need it. And that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. And he said, Job said, and he ought to know, happy is the person that, that allows God to correct them when they need to be. Amen. And I don't know about you, but I wasn't thankful at the time when I was being punished as a child for doing wrong. You know that whole thing, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you? That's baloney. It didn't hurt them. I know what they meant later. But right then I'm thinking, no, I don't think you're getting your behinds spanked right now. You're doing the spanking. How can that be hurting you? Amen. You know, as a kid, we're just I'm just thinking that. Amen. But, you know, at the time, I didn't think punishment was good. I hated it. I didn't like it. But, you know, I had my, my big share of it because I was kind of a wild guy. Amen. But, you know, Hebrews twelve eleven said, now all discipline seems painful at the time. And all the kids said, amen. But not joyful. But later it produces the fruit of peace and righteousness for those 
trained by it. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he shall not depart from it. Part of that is correction. Part of that is, you know, um, you know, being uh, punished when we need to, being put on restriction, whatever it is. Amen. But we know when I grew up and became an adult, you know, I started seeing the value of the boundaries, the value of the the safety net that my parents created for me uh, with rules that when I broke them, I was punished. Amen. And even when I became a parent myself, I realized the importance and value of correction and discipline. It made me a better person and taught me discipline and boundaries. And for that, I am very grateful, you know, after the fact, you know, amen. Now, God's our heavenly father and he will correct us when we need it. And we should never despise his correction, but learn from it and ultimately be grateful that he loves us enough. He cares about us enough to tell us when we're wrong and to deal with us when we're wrong. Amen. Because if he didn't love us and we, he didn't think we were his sons and daughters, he wouldn't do it. That's what you read Hebrews 12. But if we allow it to, his correction will make us happier people in the long run. James 5.11 says, I'm going to read three verses in a row here. James 5.11 said, Behold, we count them happy which endure. You have heard of the patience of Job and have seen the end of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful, full, full of pity, and of tender mercy. And 1 Peter 3.14, If you suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are ye. And 1 Peter 4.14, If you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye, blessed are ye, for the spirit of and glory of God resteth upon you. So even when we have to endure some things, we should still be grateful to God. When we endure temptation as Christians, we endure the attacks of the enemy, the fiery darts of the wicked as Christians. We endure hardness as good soldiers of Jesus Christ, Paul said. And even when we suffer for righteousness sake, even when we're reproached because of the name of Jesus, ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, he said. We need to be thankful and when, and when we are, we'll be happy and blessed people. Amen. We, when we get to the place in our lives that we are, as Paul said in Ephesians 5.20, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, then nothing is gonna keep us down. I didn't say it was gonna, not gonna knock us down. I said, keep us down. Amen. I like what Micah said in chapter seven, rejoice not against me, oh, mine enemy. For when I fall, not if I fall, when I fall, I shall arise. And when I sit in darkness, there's gonna be times I'm falling. There's gonna be times I'm sitting in darkness. But when I fall, I shall arise. And when I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Praise God. Man, I, this doesn't feel like midweek. I feel like it's Sunday morning. Hallelujah. Let me just calm down a bit. Praise God. Woo, hallelujah. So nothing's gonna keep me down. It might knock me down. It might give me a black eye, but I'm gonna get up and start swinging. I'm gonna get up and keep pressing on, keep running the race. Nothing's gonna knock me out of this race. I might get a side ache. I might feel like I can't make it. I might be feeling like I'm exhausted, 
but I'm going to stay in this race. Nothing's going to cause me, amen, to turn my back on Jesus. He's done so much for you and I. We cannot tell it all. Amen. We cannot tell it all. We cannot tell it all. He's taken our sins away. He set our feet on the rock, which is Jesus, to stay. He's put a song in our hearts. He's given us new life, new hope, and new possibilities. I got a lot to be thankful for, and that makes me happy. He's given us the promise of eternal life in heaven with him, amen, at the end of the line, whether I die or I fly, I'm gonna be with him someday, amen. And so I will forever be grateful to him for this and much, much more. My gratitude toward God will always bring me true happiness. And you know, We've had 19 days of different thankful things that we that those been posted on uh, social media for the church, and uh, I'm thankful tonight as we come to a close. I'm thankful for so many things, all 19 of those things, and so many more. But there's one thing that I'd like to highlight at the end of this right now. I'm thankful, Amen, for the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm thankful for that blood. Hallelujah. I thank God for the blood. It's the blood that washes away every sin. It's the blood that brought us redemption. And at one time, the Bible said we were far from God, but the blood brought us near. Oh, hallelujah. It was not by works of righteousness, which we have, which I have done, or we have done. Amen. It's the blood, praise God. Silver and gold couldn't have, bought, couldn't have paid for one sin to be forgiven. Amen. But the precious blood of Jesus, it redeemed us. Oh, it washed, us, washed away our sins and it cleansed us from all unrighteousness and put us in a right standing with God so that we could go on to receive his spirit, be born again and walk in the light as he is in the light. Oh, hallelujah. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.